0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. You have the special pleasure of just me today. Youssef is otherwise engaged, and so I've been tasked with the daunting prospect of doing a podcast by myself, and I don't often do these. I've done a few in the past, and to be honest, they usually take me 10, 15 times uh, to get it right. So today, instead of me just riffing and talking about something that may or may not be interesting to you, I'm going to read out one of my articles that I think is pretty applicable to this time of year. After all, we are in the first, or coming to the end of the first week of January, and tis the season to be goal setting. So we did a podcast at the end of 2016 with Chris Williamson, who's been on the podcast multiple times now, and we spoke about New Year's resolutions And we hinted at the idea of setting a process goal rather than setting an outcome goal. And this is something that I've spoken about in my articles before. And some people like this kind of content that we produce, some people hate it. After all, it's not 100% fitness related. It is a little bit tangential, but really if you're not setting goals in your diet, fitness, nutrition, et cetera, then it's unlikely you'll be making any kind of meaningful measurable progress. And after all, that's what we're all here for. I, I would imagine that is why you're listening to this podcast because you have some kind of interest in getting leaner, bigger, stronger, etc. So I'm gonna try my best at reading this article out to you. I may, I may misspeak, I may get it wrong, but for the sake of convenience, I won't be editing out the, the errors that I make because otherwise I will be here all day. So the article is called Setting Yourself Up to Win the Benefit of a Process Goal. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast. Your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain. With none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. So, do you have a goal? I'd bet my protein shaker on it. We all do, don't we? The essence of fitness plans is the pursuit of an intangible point in the future. Abs, a bigger squat, larger arms, or confidence on the beach. In this world we are goals galore and a quick google search will reveal a host of approaches to setting up some goals for your journey top down bottom up smart for every article on the subject there is an acronym or complex concept to describe some convoluted hokey-cokey that you need to perform before you actually do anything the problem with all of this is that it feels really good to set a goal and if you're like me when you're feeling a little disconnected from the from progress or you feel like things are no longer headed in the right direction, you may find yourself reading an article about the fancy different methods of guaranteed goal setting success. Before you know it, you've revamped everything, changed everything you're doing, and you've started from scratch again. You may have the most complicated, pointless set of steps and hurdles to complete, but now you feel amazing, and you feel like your new goal and new goal setting system is guaranteed to work. It's like you've already won. Ever since I read the 12 week year, which is a good while ago now, and ever since our chat with the amazing Mr. Paul Mort, I realized that for most of my life I'd been making this stuff far too complex. If you haven't listened to the Paul Mort podcast, by the way, you can find it on iTunes or on our website. It was a belter. You may have come across the part in the podcast if you have listened to it where he mentions core four, key four, and 90day goals. These sound complicated, but they're just concepts. Which are actually the tip of the iceberg of a program called Wake Up Warrior, run by a pretty famous internet marketer called Garrett J White. A lot of the main principles have been written about for over a decade, and Garrett is just revamping them and making them sexy. So you may have heard of the idea of a ninety-day goal. It's pretty popular in the fitness industry. It's pretty popular in all industries for ex- actually that involve setting goals. So. Why 90 days? Why is that number being selected? Well, there's nothing magical about the number. It can be 12 weeks, eight weeks, 100 days, whatever's convenient for you. The key is that it's not so far in the future that the deadline loses its urgency, but it's not so close to the present moment that it would be unrealistic to expect any change. That's really, really key. I think no matter what period you pick, whether it's four weeks, six weeks, whatever, you have to have that balance of realistic progress but also a sense of urgency. From this point in principle, it's extremely simple. You just consider, what would I like to achieve in this part of my life, whatever that might be, over the next 90 days? And as as crazy as it sounds, this is where I always trip up. I always consider, well, what's realistic in 90 days? What's too little? What's too much? I have no idea. I'd go back and forth, setting goals that were too ambitious and goals that were pointless, lots and lots of failed, irritating attempts to master something so simple. The system that I now use in my own training and with all my clients, I wrote about at length in our downloadable Tracking 101 bundle, which incidentally is no longer available for the time being. However, there is one key takeaway that I wanna share today, a point which I think many people miss. There is absolutely no point in setting stagnant goals at a fixed point in the future. that may be a little contradictory but that's pretty much what everybody does myself included for a long time. Something like I want to lose x pounds by the 1st of January is near enough pointless if you're managing the process on your own and not being coached. Why is that? Well it's simple you'll focus everything on that point and more than likely you'll just move the goalposts as you near the deadline. If you've read my article on why I stopped caring about leanness. I discussed this idea that when you have this arbitrary goal in the future, so I want to be abs lean or I want to be 10% body fat, by the time you actually get there, you've just moved the target further down the line. So actually I want to be 5% body fat or maybe I want to do a photo shoot, for example. So instead of having these goals that when we get near to them, they lose their value. And so we move the goalposts and we move the goalposts and we move the goalposts. So we never actually feel fulfilled and we never actually achieve anything meaningful. What we need instead is a process goal and this isn't anything complicated trust me it's really really simple so what i'd suggest you do grab a pen and paper and separate it into seven columns label each day of the week and do this on both sides of the paper on one side write actions that you currently do on each day now not we'd like to do what you actually do and be as honest as you can possibly be about this. If that means that you sleep in with it sleep in and press snooze on your alarm ten times, then write that down. Don't lie to yourself and pretend that you are something that you aren't. You can use this use the past as a use the past week, sorry, as a good example for this. Obviously it makes sense to keep these points relevant to what you're trying to do. So don't talk about how long it takes you to put your socks on if that's not a specific goal for you. So you could write How many calories and how much protein you ate on each day? Obviously, you'd need to be tracking that to be able to write it down. How many hours of sleep you got? Again, same thing. Whether or not you made it to the gym, what you did and why. Did you do any actions to improve systems around your diet and training, such as meal prep, planning in advance, or tracking everything on spreadsheets to get a bird's eye view? Did you weigh yourself each day? And what did your weight do across the week? So obviously, they're very fitness, nutrition, training related, and just some examples. So this is a snapshot of your current reality. You can literally look at a piece of paper and see across a week, how is my life working at the moment towards a goal that I say I want or something that I say I want to achieve. Where you are now is a result of this reality. So if you want to be really brutally honest with yourself, you kind of stand in front of the mirror, look at yourself and say, well, the way I look, the way I perform, the way I feel, all of this is the result of Things that I do on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis that compound over time. And expecting one big sudden implementation of, you know, like a, a Juice Plus diet or some kind of special fat loss plan, that's not going to change anything. We need to be expecting slower progress, but we also need to be adjusting these weekly, monthly, and daily behaviors. On the reverse of the paper, you can write what an ideal week would look like for the pursuit of your goal. So, This is something that I've been chatting to a lot of my clients about recently, but it's the contrast between who you are now and who you have to become in order to actually achieve your goal. Again, something that Paul Mort was talking about in the podcast. So consider someone who is successful with with weight loss, someone who has the bench press you want to have, someone who's doing what you want to do and consider what does their week look like? What does their day look like? That's who you have to become and that's what you have to do in order to achieve your goal. Of course, this is where some people will argue that they don't know enough about this to be able to do it accurately, and that may be so, but I'd guarantee that you know enough to at least make a vague template. A lot of people think that knowledge is the limitation when actually you probably already know enough to get started. For example, eat X calories and Y protein per day, sleep seven to eight hours on average, train using X template four days per week, no matter what. Plan meals in my fitness pile in advance, use calorie smoothing and 48 hour macros, etc. If you don't know what they are, you can check out on our website Tips to Make My Diet More Flexible, and there's two articles on that subject. Weigh in every day and make calorie adjustments based on the average. When you compare these two, you can see exactly how far away your current process is from what it should theoretically be. And now the goal setting process becomes super simple. Each week, Pick one criteria that you've listed and break it down into three to five steps. For example, let's say you need to eat 2,450 calories per day and 180 grams of protein. I have no idea why I didn't just pick a round number. Currently, you eat 2,900 to 3,200 calories per day and 80 grams of protein. It's a pretty extreme example, but it definitely happens in the real world, trust me. Step one, make a list of protein-dominant foods to pick up from the shop this week. Buy some whey protein and using MyFitnessPal, map out what a day would look like if you were to eat the correct amount of food or the 2,450 calories, including foods you enjoy. Step two, for three days in a row, eat 2,750 calories, so that's a slight drop, and 120 grams of protein, slight increase. For three days in a row, eat 2,600 calories and 160 protein, slight drop in calories, slight increase in protein, and repeat this process until you eventually reach your goal. This way, Over just a week or slightly more, you've changed your current process in one of the required areas to what it needs to be, and you've respected the fact that you're making sustainable changes, and that takes time. Going from A to B, so from your current reality to the desired reality straight away, is likely to create a lot of resistance. You'll probably do one or two days of success and then fall off the wagon. And this is something that we chatted about with Chris, this idea of reducing the barrier to entry. If someone is eating over 3000 calories a day and you tell them to take, let's say a thousand calories off their daily intake, that's gonna be a massive lifestyle change. And not many people are ready for that, to be honest. So this applies to you, whether or not you've been doing this a while and you wanna make a change in your training or in how you diet, or whether you've never done this before and whether diet tracking is new to you, you should always consider, what do I need to do? What am I doing now? And how can I bridge the gap between those two, making the steps really simple and basic over time? Once you're at this point, you can focus on just what can be better. Consider how can you tighten the systems you have in place to ensure that everything is more efficient and more effective. And the idea of making a better you, setting goals and improving, simply just becomes observing these gaps, observing the distance that you need to travel between where you are now to where you wanna be, and then building a stepwise approach to get from those two positions. And we're no longer thinking about, well, when am I gonna do this? How long is it gonna take me? What do I need to do to set this goal to make it a perfect goal? And how can I make the process perfect? It's literally just, what would an ideal week, day, hour look like for me? And how can I build that slowly over time? The key is focus on what you can control, and that is the process, the daily actions, the things that you do consistently and the results will take care of themselves. Okay, hopefully that wasn't too painful for you. Hopefully you got something out of it. For those of you who've read the article before, hopefully you enjoyed me kind of talking around the subjects a little bit. If you wanna catch the article on the website, it is just called setting yourself up to win the benefits of a process goal. And some of the examples that I ran through are in there as well. The article's from May earlier this year, but I think, or last year rather, but I think it's really applicable at this time of year when we're already having this conversation with clients about you know the benefit of distilling something that you want to do down into a process, not just having a static point in the future. Because as humans, if we're ambitious, we'll always move the target further away as soon as we get near to it. Okay, that's everything from this brief episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. We have some awesome guests coming up over the next few weeks. I'll not mention who they are and keep it a surprise. In the meantime, if you want to hear more from us, get more information from us for free, we have a free download on the website, five tips to maximize my fitness pal. We go over some strategies, tips and tricks to make your diet tracking more effective and more efficient. We also have on our Facebook page, 16 mistakes you probably made in 2016. It's basically just mistakes that Yusuf and I made over the past year with our diet and training and what we've learned. Again, that is completely for free, available to download via our social media channels. Finally, we are now taking applications for our six-week kickstart. We ran one of these at the end of last year and it went down incredibly well. We're looking for a limited number of people to join us for that. Again, there's an application on our Facebook page, but if you wanna just get in touch with us directly and find out more about it, you can get in touch with admin at propanefitness.com. Explain that Johnny sent you from the podcast and we'll give you some more details. Otherwise, we'll speak to you soon. And thanks for listening.